State to the campus of Villanova. Here's your host, Chris Kokinos. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Route 30 Rock right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. The Roar. That's right. You heard him. Roommate Ricky back in the studio. Rick, what's going on? Nothing much. Just enjoying some pretzel bites. Yeah. So Bel Air has new pretzel bites. Do not walk run to go get them because Ricky what are the toppings on these pretzel bites so I got some chocolate sauce yup they also had some cheese whiz some queso some cinnamon bun icing that looked a bit less than appealing yeah um what would you recommend chocolate's pretty good one thing I definitely wouldn't recommend is mixing chocolate and <laughs> cheese whiz yeah one of our friends came down and sat by us in con and he had his pretzel bites with him half dipped in chocolate and half dipped in cheese whiz. Now, I'm perfectly fine with chocolate by itself. Yeah. I think cheese by itself is even great, too. Absolutely. Chocolate and cheese together. Absolutely not. That's just insane. Disgusting. I can't even believe it. But yeah, welcome to Route 30 Rock. Over the next hour and a half, you are going to get your fix of the classic hits from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and more. Don't forget, we're going to do our plunge into pop culture, a little bit of sports talk, our Fool of the Week, of course. Of course. And a newer segment, which will be coming on later in the show. Oh, no quiz? The, the quiz will be coming later. Okay, okay. Th- there, there will be a quiz, I promise. But first up, we have Paradise City by Guns N' Roses.
That was Paradise City by Guns N' Roses, and you're listening to WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar. Hey, Ricky, try that one more time. The Roar. Yeah, you just got to get closer to the mic. There okay. We go. Coming up next, we've got Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf, and right after that, we're going to plunge into pop culture. That was oh. tough theme. 
Well, that was Eye of the Tiger, but we're not going to get into that <laughs> right away. What you heard immediately before that, that was Born to be Wild by Steppenwolf right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. The Roar. Roar. I know. Whoa. I took that one from you. But coming up right now, it's time for our plunge into pop, 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 pop culture. All right. I mean, if you haven't heard about this now, you might be living under a rock. <laughs> but Kanye West is crumbling. Uh, 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 the man formerly known as the Kanye West. The man formerly known as Kanye West. He legally West. changed his name to Ye. I think it's pronounced Ye. Because uh, it's Kanye. Ye. Yeah, probably right there. You got there. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got that. But in case you have been living under a rock, after anti-Semitic comments, Adidas has dropped Kanye from their partnership. This partnership accounted for approximately $1.5 billion of Kanye's net worth, approximated by Forbes. Mm -hmm. And just yesterday, Kanye was removed from Skechers HQ after showing up unannounced. I'm going to take a stab at it and say that he was probably looking to get another shoe deal. Probably. <laughs> also, Aaron Donald of the Rams, Jalen Brown of the Celtics, dropped Donda Sports as their agency, and his school, Donda Academy, has closed for the school year. It doesn't sound like things are going well for Kanye no, at all right now. Absolutely Understandably not. so. Rightfully so. Yes. Next, Henry Cavill dons the classic Superman suit once again as he reprises his role in Black Adam. The actor who first portrayed Superman in 2013's Man of Steel said this was only a small taste of things to come, and his Superman will appear in future installments of the DC Cinematic Universe. Ricky, I don't even think you've seen a DC movie, have you? Um, we watched The Batman together. Oh, you're right. We totally did. And also, does Lego Batman count as DC because it's Batman? Okay. So it definitely counts as DC, but I don't think it's part of the DC Cinematic Universe. Well, uh, yeah. Understandably. Okay. Yeah. I was kind of surprised that they're bringing Henry Cavill back. I thought they were kind of I'll gone. be honest. I was about, when you first said Henry Cavill, I was about to ask, who that? The guy that plays Superman right yeah. now. I, I yeah. Gathered I gathered that from I, what I really hoped you put that one together put, there, boss. <laughs> don't worry. I added zero and zero. <laughs> Zero and zero equals zero in this case, yeah. But I was kind of surprised that they were bringing him back because his Superman movies didn't do too hot outside of Man of Steel. Like, you look at Batman vs. Superman, that movie was hot garbage. You look well, it wasn't a lot of the complaints just that, um, because they never actually fought? Like, granted, I did not see the movie. No, so here's the thing. They fought, but then... There was no as, winner? No, as Superman is dying, he says his mother's name. Also, this is a huge spoiler alert, but also <laughs> this movie has... I think I saw this movie back when I was in grade school, so if you haven't seen it by now, I it's highly you. doubt you're going to see it because yeah. it's just a bad movie. But anyway, Superman, Batman, they're fighting. As I think Superman is about to like die, he says the name of his mother, whose name is Martha. And in case you're wondering, Batman has the same mom... His name. His mom is also named Martha. So that's when they realize their shared humanity, I guess. Wait, 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 wait. They're, you, yep, you heard me. They're a shared humanity. I know. What, when one only one of them is a human. Yes. I, they, they're shared, <laughs> I don't know, bond, I guess. 
the whole movie builds up to them fighting, and then the fight is stopped because they both have moms with the same name. That's why everybody hated that movie. Oh, that's <laughs> such a dumb reason not to fight. And also, how how is Superman dying? Like he I think, isn't he like no Batman because he's rich found like kryptonite. Oh my and god! Made like weapons out of it. Yeah, hacks. But the new Batman movies I thought are really good, or at least the newest one that we saw. The was Batman really good. was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Still haven't seen Black Adam yet, though. Um, next up, oh, hold on. The McRib. It's back. <laughs> this Monday. The beloved limited time option at McDonald's is making its yearly comeback. Have you had it? I've actually never had it. <laughs> <laughs> I just know everybody hypes it up. You know? Have you like, ever I, had it? No. No, exactly. I'm guessing it's not that good, honestly. No, I've heard it's really good. But like, I've heard it's really good for McDonald's or really good total. No, I'm going to take that back. I did have a McRib once, but I don't remember how it tasted. Oh my god. <laughs> I it was years ago, so I'm not I can't give an accurate rating. But this Like how much of it is actually rib? I don't know. Probably not much. Look, everybody got all there was this huge rumor back when like we were young, I'm sure you heard it, that like it's like chicken paste or whatever. Did you hear that stupid that rumor? That they make rib is chicken paste? No, that their chicken nuggets is like made out of like a pink paste. People are like, Oh my well, yeah, god, like, it's not real like chicken. A, and wasn't I'm there like, like a whole SpongeBob episode like Kind of about that, where like yeah, they've been to the, the Krabby is, Patty and it was like not, gray goo. It's not real because the pink paste that they're looking at is grinded up chicken. Because guess what, everybody? Chicken does not naturally come in the form of a nugget. Wait, what? I know, right? But I guarantee you, you go around this campus and ask people what McDonald's chicken nuggets are made out of, you are going to get some responses of, I don't know, it's that pink paste. It's not chicken, it's just false. And if you ask about burgers, they'll say horse meat, probably. Yeah, no. McDonald's uses real ingredients. They have to. They are regulated. They have to. But they'll... I don't know. I feel like you could... Uh, they could, they can afford a few bribes. Okay. Take take it easy there, Mr. Conspiracy Theorist. We got the tinfoil tin foil hats. Ricky's got his tinfoil hat on over here. But anyway, this may be the last outing for the sandwich, as McDonald's tweeted out that this will be the McRib farewell tour. So I think we have to go get okay, one but like, now. Elton John had multiple farewell tours before his last one. <laughs> a lot of artists have multiple farewell <laughs> tours. Brett Favre retired like five times before he actually called it quits. Like, I love how you just compared the McRib to Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, look, farewell tour. The first farewell tour that comes to mind is Elton John because I went to that. Yeah. There you go. Just how it be. That's just how it be. It do be like that sometimes. It just do be like that sometimes. But that has been our plunge into pop culture. Coming up next, in honor of your Philadelphia Phillies going to the World Series, I feel like this song is just for Philadelphia. I, I only hear it in a Philadelphia context now. Is it Dancing on My Own? No. Okay, good. Because they Why? stole that from the Red Sox last year. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, like that was a song you, the Red Sox played. Are you going to air your grievances out here right now? Let's Absolutely. Okay. They played that song after every postseason win. They played it when they clinched the playoffs. Like, it was their song. What they, It was their anthem for the postseason. Philly Steel, my beloved Kyle from Waltham, Kyle Schwarber. And then apparently he took Dancing on My Own with him because now that's the song they play after every postseason win. 
And all the Phillies fans are like, oh, it's such a great song. It's our song. And I'm like, hold up. Y'all got that from us last year. Calm down. Are you good now? I'm good. You got that off your chest? I got that off my chest. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. But the song I'm going with is Eye of the Tiger. Nice. I can't, yeah. It, it just Philly vibes all the I, way I around. I should have guessed since you played like a little since bit. Since I played, you know, the first three <laughs> seconds of it and I announced it. And you're like, huh. I wonder, I wonder what, what it could be. <laughs> well, here it is. Eye of the Tiger by Survivor.
That was Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Now this next song, Rick. Yeah. Very special. Because where are we going on February 4th, 2023? We are going to see Journey and Toto. Journey, for their 50th anniversary tour, will be kicking it off in Allentown, Pennsylvania. At the PPL Center. At the PPL Center, February 4th. Tickets are available on the Journey website. So our next song right now, Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Classic. Come on there, bub. Dude, it's Apple Music.
That was Don't Stop Believing by Journey, and it's the top of the hour right here on Villanova's own radio station, WXVU 89.1 FM. The Roar. You are listening to Route 30 Rock with me, your host, Chris, and of course, Ricky right next to me. Coming up right now, it's time for our Fool of the Week. Can't wait. All right, Ricky, I'm going to say this might be one of our most foolish fools of the week. Oh, boy. I, I can't know. wait. If we had a Hall of Fame, a Wall of Fame for fools speaking. of the Speaking. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll touch that real quickly. Um, yesterday on Jacob's show, VU Hip Hop Haven, check it out Wednesdays at 530, I was inducted into the Rap or Cap Hall of Fame, and it was truly an honor. Ricky was there for... No, you weren't there. I was at practice. You were at practice. Mike and James were there to witness the experience. And it was... was I heard it was legendary. It was legendary. I mean, that was the biggest honor of my life right there. As it should be. But anyway, Fool of the Week. Today, we are going to St. Louis, Missouri, where the cops were called to a report of gunfire. There they go. They hear the call get in their car, they're driving, sirens on. This is a marked police car, keep in mind. Yes. On their way to the scene, a man stepped in front of the marked patrol car as this car was hauling to the scene. Yeah. They stop. The man walks to the passenger side of the car and points a gun at the Uh. officers because he was trying to carjack them. Now, at some point... He noticed the vehicle that he was trying to carjack was, in fact, a police car. Wait, 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 He did not realize that it was a police car. The lights were on. The lights were on. Marked police car. Siren blaring. Siren Speeding down. All the cars pulling over to let this one car go through. He's like, oh, I'll step in front of this car. What? All right. Here we go. He pulls up to the passenger side of the car, points the gun at the officers, tries to steal the car, realizes that these are two police officers, and he tries to flee on foot. I'm guessing it didn't work out too well for him. Of course, he was quickly apprehended, charged with first-degree robbery, armed criminal action, and resisting arrest. (laughs) What? There's so many things stupid about this guy. Uh, he, fool of 20, first semester, junior year so far. Absolutely. There's just no doubt in my mind. Like, he just turned off all of his senses, picked a car at random, and just ignored everything that his brain was talking about. But like, hey, maybe you choose, like, literally any other car. Yeah, any other car. And he might have gotten away with it. I want to know how long he was standing at the cops' windows. <laughs> I want to know what the cops realized. I want to know what the cops were thinking. Like, do you think they were scared? Do you think they were just like, "LMAO, look at this guy"? I don't think it was LMAO. Look at this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna take a stab at it. I feel like if somebody pointed a weapon at you, Ricky, it wouldn't be LMAO. Look at this guy. Okay, but they're definitely <laughs> having a big laugh about it afterwards. 
oh yeah, they're, they're going back to the station and telling everybody, like, hey, and they're get a load of what this guy did, and the guy's in handcuffs as they're walking him in. And all the cops are going to go and la- turn and laugh at him. It's so bad. Oh my gosh. Do you think Police stations should have a fool of the week wall. Yes. Like, stupidest criminal wall. Like, that'd be so funny. I would love to see that. I think that would be... I'd be willing to get arrested for a misdemeanor just to see that wall. I feel like that's a bit extreme, Rick. I don't think you need to be arrested for a misdemeanor. Nope. To how, else are you poli- gonna, how else are you going to get in the police station? You could walk in nope. the front door. Nope. You nope. know, they are public buildings, Rick. Nope. It gotta get arrested. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The only people allowed in police stations are those people who have been arrested. Or doing the arresting. Or doing the arresting. Anybody else just not allowed, huh? Yep. You try and walk in, they'll arrest you for that. (laughs) (laughs) So you can get in by walking in the front door then. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. But then it's a felony. I just want to get arrested for a misdemeanor. I don't. I think you're using those words, and you don't know what they mean. I know what they mean, and I knew it was incorrect when I said it the first time. I was like, you know what? I already said it. I have to keep rolling with it. <laughs> okay, get it together. Get it together. Yeah, that's been our fool of the week. I don't really know where to go from there. I mean, you just fool of the semester. Fool of the semester. We're we're definitely throwing that up on the Route Thirty Rock Instagram page if you want to see that. Check us out on Instagram at Route30Rock. No caps, no spaces. Route30Rock. Ricky follows us. Rick, how's the content on that page? <laughs> it's uh, outstanding. outstanding. <laughs> I think you should say. I, we post some great pictures. I mean, yes, a week ago it was SpongeBob ascending while listening to Route30Rock. That's pretty cool. I don't think you look at the posts, Ricky. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think you've seen them. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Wait, I, I'm checking right now. Do you even follow? Chris, I think you're forgetting a very key fact. Oh, my God. That's a... F- I fool am, of the week. I am the fool of the week. Rick Chris, I thought, a, you were, I thought this entire time you were saying it ironically. This was, not a, this was not an ironic statement. Oh, my God. Chris. That's on me. That's, that's on, on me. you. That is fully on me. Ricky does not have Instagram. <laughs> Anyway, you're listening to Route 30 Rock right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. The Roar. Coming up next, we've got Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar.
That was All Right Now 
And you're listening to Route 30 Rock right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. The Roar. Hope y'all are enjoying your drive back from Philly after a long, hard day of work. Maybe you're just sitting on campus relaxing after a stressful day, getting ready for the weekend. But coming up next, we've got You Make My Dreams Come True, one of my favorite songs of I all time. I really thought you were going to segue into Everybody's Working for the Weekend. I played that song last week. Got to keep it fresh, Rick. I See, know. I was just, I, didn't know I was just making conversation with the viewers. I like that, but like it was also it would have been <laughs> such a good It would have been a phenomenal segue. Like I was like I'm going to keep that in mind for the future. Cuz like I thought you were doing like, "Oh, that's really cool. Like I'm impressed by that. Good job, Chris." <laughs> now you're not impressed? Bad job, Chris. Bad job, Chris. Bad job, Chris. I don't know what to do now. I can't play that song. It's just bad radio to play the same song in two consecutive shows. Yeah. So we're going to stick with You Make My Dreams Come True. One of my favorite songs. It's the songs they play. I thought you would make my dreams come true. All right. That's just... What is this, Ricky? What are we doing here? I was going to say that's the song they play whenever the Brewers win. And I'm wallowing... I haven't in. heard that song in a while then, huh? Yep. <laughs> haven't. Actually, this summer, I went to... No joke, no less than nine Brewers games. You know how many times I saw them win? None. Twice. Oh. And it was the last two times. Oh, there you go. Last two times. And on a happy note. Those were that was actually the first two times that I've seen the Brewers win in person, even though I've been going to games for the last oh, six years. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I remember I think it was maybe twenty eighteen that every Red Sox game I went to that year, I'm like Mile has season tickets, and she gives them to me and my dad from time to time. So I think we probably went to, like, six or seven games throughout the year. Didn't see him win once. Yeah. Which is especially shocking when they set their franchise record for wins that no. year at, like, 108 on their way to winning the World Series. Oh, my. That's tough. That, that That's insane. Oh, like, how, how do I have this bad luck? I know. Yeah. But hey, I made my sacrifice by not going to any of the World Series games. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My De- friends are asking me that. They're like, Chris, if the Brewers make the World Series, are you going to the games? I said, yeah. Because the curse has to be broken eventually. And it was broken. And that's, it was surprising that this was the first time I'm like, oh my gosh. Our win song is, you make my dreams come true, because I've never heard that song played in that stadium. <laughs> <laughs> the first Brewers game I went to, it was against the Marlins, who were the last in the league that year. Yeah. They beat us, I think it was like 15 to 4. Oh. We were we had position players pitching in like the fifth inning. Oh, no. And that's when you know it's fun. <laughs> My dad this year started getting uh, box seats at Fenway from his company. Okay. And so first time he went with his boss, they played the Blue Jays. Yeah. Lost 18-4. Oh. Next time he <laughs> takes me and my mom. We play the Cardinals. Lose 11-2. Third time. He takes me and another one of my friends. I don't remember who we're playing, but I know that we lost by like at least well, seven. You guys were really bad this year. The Brewers were, this was when the Brewers were at the top of their division. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold what? up. All right, when we lost to the Blue Jays, we were ahead of the Blue Jays in the standings at that point. Okay. When we lost to the Cardinals, we were still in the wild card at that point. But that third loss, yeah, we were just, we had fully embraced the sucking at that point. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, coming up next right now, we've got You Make My Dreams Come True by Hall & Oates.
that was a living on a prayer by Bon Jovi, and you're listening to Route 30 Rock right here on Villanova's WXVU 89.1 FM. The Roar. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is now time to see how many of these Ricky is about to get wrong. Oh, quite great. frankly, I don't think you're going to get any of these. What? The quiz for today, everybody. No, oh, no. Is. In honor of the Philadelphia Phillies oh, no. going to the World Please Series. Please don't tell me. We're going to be doing a little bit of World Series baseball trivia. Oh, at least it's not Phillies trivia. I, there's a chance I get one of them. I don't know. We're going to see. Here we go. First question. The Pittsburgh Pirates lost the first ever World Series in 1903. To what team? Boston Red Sox. Incorrect. What was their actual name, Ricky, at that time? It was not called the Boston Red Boston Sox. Boston Red Stockings. Nope. What? Boston Pilgrims. What? Yup. You you heard me right. Look it up. Ricky's got to fact check me on this one. Didn't seem like they existed for long, to be sure, but they existed. And there is some question to if they existed, (laughs) but they did. I think Ricky is learning some uh, Boston history that he wasn't expecting to learn right here. But the team is the same. I still got that right. It was a Boston baseball team. I don't think they were called the Boston baseball team, my man. Oh, my God. (laughs) They were called the Boston Pilgrims. And for that, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to do it to you. Wait, wait. Incorrect answer. Also, they were not called the Pilgrims. They were the Boston Americans. Why were they called the Boston? Why am I seeing Boston Pilgrims then? I don't know, but when you look up 1903 World Series on Wikipedia... American League champion Boston Americans against the National League champion Pittsburgh Pirates. Either way, you still lost, my man. You got that question wrong. Oh, my gosh. Next question. Next question. This entire quiz has an asterisk. Next question. How long, how many games was the longest World Series? Nine. See, I thought we were going to get you with that one. But that's a correct answer. Do you know why? They used to do best of nine. They did best of nine. Yeah, that, that's it. And they're like, you know what? Nah, game seven sounds cooler. Yeah. Who threw the only no-hitter in World Series history in 1956? All right, so you see, when you just said no-hit, when you said, before you said the year, my guess was Roy Holiday because I know he threw a no-hitter for the Phillies in the playoffs. Don't remember what round. Clearly okay. not for the World Series, I guess. Yeah. 1956? My guess is someone from the Yankees because they were just... You would be correct about that. Yeah. Yeah. But beyond that, I got no clue. The only Yankee I know from that year would be Mickey Mantle. Is Mickey Mantle... No, Mickey Mantle... He was was not a pitcher, which I also knew. 
apparently, it was Don Larson. I've heard of his name before. I haven't. I, I, if I was asked these questions, I would get zero. I would get none of Like, if that correct. was a multiple choice question, I think I would have gotten it. Okay, gotcha. What? When was the first time the Commissioner's Trophy was awarded? Which is the name of the, the worst World name Series of trophy. yes? It's a terrible name. I think the best name for a trophy in professional sports is the Stanley Cup. See, I think it's the best trophy because of its history. Oh, absolutely. And maybe it's just because I'm obsessed with football and I have that inherent bias. But Lombardi just feels like I a more prolific name for a trophy the Lombardi trophy I think Lombardi is a more prolific name because Vince Lombardi was the most prolific coach ever until Bill Belichick take it easy they're not renaming it the Belichick well the Lom- yeah the Belichick trophy are they no they're not All right. because he was the first like greatest coach yeah and he's also the one who won the first Super Bowl and who died like really soon after so to also honor do you him. remember that goofy like thing they did at the Super Bowl was it last year or two years ago where they had the hologram of him at the beginning of the Super Bowl and it looked really bad and everybody memed on him for it I don't but anyway Commissioner's Trophy what was the first year nineteen sixty four nineteen sixty four is Incorrect. You were about three years off. Really? Three years? That's it. 1967 was the first time the Commissioner's Trophy was awarded. I'm impressed with myself. You should be, but you're also one for four Wait, wait, right wait. Now. That's actually pretty cool because 1967 was also the first year of the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Would you look at that? Yeah. Making connections out here. I love it. Let me see what the last question is going to be. Who... You got to get this one. Who had the longest World Series championship drought, which was 100, or was it 100, 108 years? Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Though the Red Sox had a better way to end their drought. Say more. Coming, um, the only reverse sweep ever in baseball against the rival that had made them their child for the last 86 years and the team that had started off the curse of the Bambino against the Yankees. And then the Yankees went and used highlights of that series to try and hype up their team this year. Uh-huh. I feel like I remember hearing about this. Yeah. Well, yeah, because all the Yankees fans were upset because, like, you're using our lowest moment in franchise history <laughs> to hype us up to try and come back from this. And then they proceeded to... Not. Not to finish the sweep. (laughs) Well, you got that one right. You are two for five. Last question. There were two years in which co-MVPs were awarded. One in the 21st century and one in the 20th century. Hmm. Name them both. Oh, my God. Like, name the years? Yeah, the years. I don't know the people. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) I'm like, for World Series or a season? World Series, right? World Series. Okay, okay. Years, yeah.
Spit it out there, genius. Okay, Come okay. on. So, here's my thinking. No way you can logic through these, all right? I have a best guess for 21st century. Okay. And that, if it's co-MVPs, it's had to have been a seven-game series, right? I have no idea. That's my guess, anyways. Okay. Because otherwise, they just give it to the best team. Like, they normally do. It must be, like, a really competitive seven-game series. Okay. One of that was 2016 Cubs and uh, Cleveland. Incorrect. What was it? 2001 was the 21st century one. Oh, that makes sense. Why does it make sense? Because it was Yankees and Di- Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks ended up winning, but it was like Yankees after 9-11. I feel like they wanted like oh, symbolic. Oh, okay. That makes sense. What about 1980? <laughs> I didn't say the last number. I didn't say the last number. I narrowed it down for you. I appreciate that. <laughs> You have a one in ten. I just narrowed this down from like a one in a hundred shot to a one in ten shot. Nineteen eighty four. Incorrect. Nineteen eighty one. Do you know the reason for that one no. too? Okay, I was. I figured you might have. I don't know. You went two for six. Really, three for six. I. I don't know. It about- is. Look, if it was a different team and a different name, sure. Fine. I'll give you two and a half for six. I'll take that because the only way I even knew about the nine-game series <laughs> was by fact-checking you on the Americans, and it no. said they won the best of nine series. Are you serious? <laughs> but hey, you allowed me to fact-check, so that I is did. not cheating. No, that's on me. That's on me. Ricky goes two and a half or six. I'll take it. None of our quizzes <laughs> on this show can just ever be normal. Absolutely not. It's just the brand at this point. I think, you know, there's one common denominator. It's me, I know. Yeah. I'm well aware. Okay. Because I try to please you fools every time you guys are on. Because somebody always has an argument as to why one question wasn't fair. I think my argument was very legitimate. Yeah, I'll give you that one. That's a legit argument. But when there's like two people yelling at me, I'm like, all right, we'll just put an asterisk by it. We'll move on. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up next, right here on Route 30 Rock, we've got Night Moves. And then right after that, we're going to look at our new segment. Do I get a hint as to what the new segment is? Nope. Can't wait. You just got to stay tuned. Right now, Night Moves. I'm a little too tall, could have used a few pounds. Tight pants, points, harder now. She was a black-haired beauty with big dark eyes And points on her own, sitting way up high Way up firm and high Out past the cornfields when the winds got heavy Out in the back seat of my 60 Chevy Working on mysteries without any clues Working on a night moves Trying to make some front page driving news Working on a night moves In the summertime
night to the sound of thunder how far off I sat and wondered started humming a song from 1962 and a funny how the night moves when you just don't seem to have as much to lose strange how the night moves Autumn closing in That was Night Moves by Bob Sager and the Silver Bullet Band. You're listening to Route 30 Rock right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. The Roar. It's now time for one of our newest segments, everybody. I figured it's a lot of bad stuff going on in the world. Everybody is really uptight about this midterm election. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to bring us at least one story of good news. I like this. A week. 
So here it is. It is the good news segment. Just simple. Here we go. This is what we need. I know. Got a good little background song here. This is why you were playing that song yesterday. Yeah, you know? I was about to say, like, it doesn't really fit the doesn't Route fit 30 the vibe. rock vibe, but... But it fits the happy it, good news it does. vibe. I know. See, like, your blood pressure automatically... I know you coded this song. <laughs> I remember you showing me that video. When, when you were doing that last night in the living room, I was trying to, like, find the video of me so I could play it again, but I couldn't. <laughs> it's okay. It, I didn't need to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... The good news of the day is animals do, in fact, laugh. Student Sasha Winkler and UCLA professor of communication Greg Bryant recently did a study in which they successfully found vocal play behavior in at least 65 species. Are dogs one of them? I'm about to read them to you right here. Cows, rats, foxes, dogs, seals, three bird species, and more. However, humans are unlikely to recognize the animal laughter and vocal play signals as they are usually inconspicuous, said Brian, because it's not the same kind of laugh that we understand to be a laugh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so, like... Did they say what a dog laugh sounds like? Because I want to try and make my dog laugh. I, it didn't say in the article. But I hope I've your made, dogs can laugh. I don't. Know. I hope I've made my dog laugh. Like before. I'm curious, if we take our dogs to like the dog park and stuff, right? Are they just cracking jokes to each other? <laughs> They're doing like little stand-up comedy bits. What's going on with that? Telling little jokes by the water bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the cows are out there grazing on their pastures, and they're just cracking knock-knock jokes the whole time. You got a thought there? I'm seeing a cook. You could do uh, it, buddy. I was trying to come up with a <laughs> knock-knock joke about the cows turning into steak. <laughs> See, no, okay, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. No, because that would just ruin the vibes of the good news of the day. But it would have been funny. It would have been funny. But anyway, that's been our good news of the day. Animals do, in fact, laugh. Try to make your dog laugh. I, I don't know what it takes, but you can probably do it. I bet I can make my dog laugh. Maybe not with me, but definitely at me. I'm really good at that. <laughs> I was going to say, you're just goofy in general. So <laughs> well, the, yeah. the dog is just going to laugh at you normally. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to keep these good vibes rolling. Our next song, Mr. Blue Sky by Electric Light Orchestra. You're listening to Route 30 Rock on WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar.
That was Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. And you've been listening to Route 30 Rock right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. The Roar. It's time for our last song of the evening, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield. Jesse is a friend Yeah, I know He's been a good friend of mine But lately something's changed It ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl And I want to make her mine And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving him with that body I just know it Yeah, he's That was Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield, and you've been listening to Route 30 Rock right here on WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar. Make sure to tune in next week and every week after that, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, for your fix of the classic hits right here. I'd like to thank Ricky for joining me today, as always. It was a fantastic time. One of our best shows, I think. I think so, too. And if you really enjoyed it, make sure you can catch me tomorrow, 8 in the morning, 
right here for the morning roar. I forgot about that. I can't wait to tune in. I know. You can check it out on the station or on YouTube Live. But thank you so much for tuning in and have a great start to your weekend. University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. WXVU is proud to debut The Morning Roar, our brand new weekly morning show. Every Friday.